0: Hey guys, it's uh, Shane here. Uh, Haven't really been able to see a lot of you guys in a while. Um, This is kind of something different we're doing, at least for sports ball. I wasn't fully expecting this, but I kind of had an epiphany of just starting a podcast. Just starting kind of something where I could just talk about what's going on in the world of sports um, in a more casual setting. Rather than trying to create a high production video, because not everything deserves a high production video, and sometimes the timeliness of it is just I can't make things fast enough to keep up with everything. I, I've I've learned that the hard way in the last month for Sports Ball a Day. Um, now this isn't the end of Sports Ball a Day by any means. This isn't like oh you're not gonna see videos anymore. No, of course we're gonna I'm gonna continue to make videos. I'm gonna continue to do things. Um, we're two days away from the kickoff of the season uh, at the time of recording and I kind of wanted to get some stuff off my chest in terms of where I'm at and where I'm thinking of the, where the current season's going. This isn't so much of a parody. This isn't going to be so much of a lighthearted thing. This is just a this is a ramble. This is just purely a ramble. Uh, I have no guests on this podcast. I am in my car right now just wanting to talk about what's going on because, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that I feel like I don't get to cover. And, yeah, I... I I have my Twitter, which I encourage you guys to follow uh, me on at Sportsball Today. I would love you guys to do that. Uh, For anyone who's listening, if you haven't done so already, uh, which is everyone except seven other people and myself. Uh, I tell my parents to do that, but I don't think they have Twitter, and that's fine. But I just kind of wanted to talk about what's going on and where I actually feel about heading into this season. Uh, We have the Eagles-Falcons game coming up. Uh, Carson Wentz will not be starting. Uh, Carson Wentz is still coming off injury. You have Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. It's rare when you have the Super Bowl MVP as a backup quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, he just won a Super Bowl against arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and he's the backup quarterback. They're like, yeah, well, the guy who's injured right now is our future. We're not going to. We're not going to put you as our future. We 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 learned that lesson before that we can't do that. Uh you're too inconsistent to be our future. This guy though, he was doing great until his ACL injury. So, we're going to we're going to make him our future. Um I mean, good luck to the Eagles. I really do mean that. Good luck to try to to keep that title. I mean, Falcons are going to be no joke. That is not an easy uh game for them by any means. I mean, this is a team that uh, still has an amazing pass catcher in Julio Jones, still has a solid quarterback in Matt Ryan. You have a, a a very worthy opponent. And the Eagles are without Alshon Jeffrey. So, yeah, you don't have your starting quarterback. You don't have one of your best receivers. Um, have fun with that. <laughs> really, I mean that. Have fun with that. That's going to be a... It's gonna be a long day for you, probably. It's gonna probably be a long day, in my opinion. I could be wrong, though. You could. Eagles could pull it out. I I don't know why they would pull it out, but they might pull it out. They very well could pull it out. Um, but yeah, we also have a bunch of other games going on in the league during that time. We have uh, Buffalo and in Baltimore as well, which uh, Buffalo and Baltimore. I feel like is a game that people are overestimating Baltimore's capabilities and underestimating what Buffalo is able to do. I'm not saying that Buffalo is going to win this game. I They could very well lose. They can very well lose this game. That's, that's not even a, a remote question. This is more of a, a general, I don't think Nate Peterman is going to throw five interceptions in one half which, again, is a low bar, but apparently that's the bar that the critics and everyone else has said on Nathan Peterman. I don't think Nathan Peterman is that bad of a player. I don't think he is consistently, or, that like, that's his average. I'm pretty sure that is his worst day by far. I mean, he's got nowhere to go but up. And, I mean, he did play a couple other games. I know Bills fans will correct me on this, but uh, there, he did play a couple other games during that season, uh, one of which he was 5-for-10 with the touchdown in a snowstorm, which you have to give him credit for. Um, he was 5-for-10 until he had a concussion, and Joe he at least put Joe Webb in a situation to help lead the team to a win. He put him in a situation. I mean, if Nate Peterman didn't get that, uh, the Bills would not have been even remotely in it and definitely would not be in the postseason. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely something you have to think about in terms of what his capability is. And then you have Lucian McCoy, who... I think people have written him off in the offensive lineup, but I'm I don't think the Bills offense or defense fully tried during the preseason. I feel like that's the thing. I could be wrong. I think I feel like no preseason thing it should be an accurate telling of where the team is going to be at. I don't think any because no one's fully trying. Like people are saying, Oh, well, you should put give a hundred percent the preseason. Yeah, you shouldn't. You you really shouldn't. You you get hurt in the preseason and that can hurt your value in the long run. That is There are a lot of players who played it safe during the preseason because they did not want their season over in a meaningless game. And there were definitely, uh, I mean, you lost, I mean, and this is the thing, I'm going to the Redskins now. They lost Geis. They lost Geis in the preseason. They they lost a guy, they were in a bad running back situation, and they lost their second round pick. The guy who was supposed to anchor them, they just completely lost. They lost their guy for the season, and now they're back. They're even worse than last year. They had to sign Adrian Peterson just to have more than one healthy, remotely competent running back, and that's a sad statement on the Redskins. That's where they are right now. And you're in a situation where you also lost your quarterback. Uh, you, you Kirk Cousins. Was he the best quarterback? Not by, not by a lot. Not. I would say. I wouldn't say he was an amazing quarterback. Wouldn't say he was a elite caliber quarterback when he was on your team, but he was definitely, he was definitely able to make plays when he had to to some extent. I mean, he he got you to a postseason. I mean, that's got to count for something, right? I mean, now you have Alex Smith, who is conservative as all players, and I, I mean, listen, a guy like Alex Smith is great when you have a star running back, when you're using. Chris, when you're using, I don't, I don't think it's Chris Thompson, I think when you're using guys, when you're going into an unhealthy Adrian Peterson, that's the, I'm not an unhealthy Adrian Peterson, my bad, a, a kind of a passes prime Adrian Peterson, I would, I would say an unhealthy, an unhealthy version of an amazing Adrian Peterson is probably better than what Adrian Peterson is now, that's an, that's an honest statement, so I mean, good luck to the Redskins or the Washington Football Club or whatever you like to call them. Good luck to them. They are surely going to need it. Um, By the way, uh, I'm looking through, like, the NFL website of, like, games that are going on, and they constantly – I've seen this happen more than once. They list the Los Angeles Chargers as the Los Angeles Chargers Chargers. Why two Chargers? Like, isn't there just a – Someone who's like oh yeah there's two chargers Like I felt like they should have corrected this mistake By now is this so embedded Into the system that this is Unfixable like that this Seems this was just it's sloppy for a professional Website it's just sloppy I mean I, I mean Are they the I, I don't Know I mean are you you're talking about iPhone Chargers are they are they playing the iPhone Charger that are the Kansas City Chiefs Playing the Los Angeles Chargers iPhone and Andro- Android Chargers or in laptop chargers, are they just competing against a bunch of plugs? I, I know that's a stupid analogy, but wouldn't you kind of like to see that a little bit? Just the bizarreness of that matchup—that would be a kind of a bizarre matchup—and be people are like, "Oh, I get it." And then why didn't the Chiefs? didn't why didn't the Chiefs do something different? Oh, right, that would be appropriating. <laughs> yeah, you—that would—that would be—that would, be, would be racist. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be the Chiefs there. You don't want to be the Chiefs there. So. Yeah, yeah, they can't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I I mean, here's the thing. I mean, yeah, if you're looking at these games, you also have Steelers and Browns, which last year would have been a no-brainer. That was going to go to the Steelers unless the, the backup quarterback was playing for the Steelers and they rested all their starters like they did at the very end of last season because they had nothing to play for and they still managed to win against Cleveland Browns, Starters trying their absolute darndest to to not have a winless record. I cannot believe that that happened, but okay, that is kind of that was the kind of the sad statement of the Cleveland roster at the time. But now you have uh, you have Tyrod Taylor, you have Jarvis Landry, you have Josh Gordon. That team is vastly different than what it, what it was a year ago. Again, I again preseason it can be meaningless, but. If the, if what we saw in the preseason even somewhat remotely comes up into that, there c- comes up in the regular season, I would even go as far as saying they could be they could be competitive for the division. This could be a divisional team. This really could. They could win the division at this. Baltimore has some serious issues. Cincinnati has some serious issues, and the Steelers might not have Le'Veon Bell for half the season. The Browns could win this division. This is a very winnable division for this current Cleveland Browns roster. Do not count them out. If there seriously, if there's a bet in Vegas right now, I know there is. But if there's a bet in Vegas and you're near it, or you're able or capable of making that bet, do it. Seriously, you're probably like even like I shouldn't be necessarily promoting gambling. Listen, don't gamble. But if you're gonna gamble anyways, Cleveland, like Cleveland's probably gonna do well. It's probably gonna be it's probably worth the risk. It's worth at least a flyer. I would say it's worth at least a flyer. Maybe Buffalo at this point as well, because people are. Kind of really underestimating Buffalo and make even if it's like a couple bucks or something like that. Maybe just be like, oh well, they might pull it out. They might pull it out. I I think they could very well pull it out and no one could see it coming. Again, I don't want to say sports ball endorses gambling. I I try not to personally, but I I don't want to encourage gambling. Like I don't want to push you to gamble essentially. But I know some of you will probably might do that anyways. And if you are going to do it anyways the least I can do is try to help you guide you to some success rather than or give you my input that what I would think might be successful versus uh, you doing your own logic although your own logic I mean you could do your own logic it is what it is I mean I'm probably making a bigger situation of what this actually is so but yeah I I think it's it's really interesting to see where uh, Cleveland is gonna be that's the point it's got a long tangent there about gambling and yeah Cleveland Man, we're really supposed to be talking about Cleveland. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about the Redskins opponent the Cardinals. The Cardinals! Um, about a couple hours before I, uh, started taping this, they announced, uh, that the, they were changing the name of the stadium to State Farm Stadium. Which, I mean, good for you. That's all I can say. I mean, good for you for having naming rights. I. We, I will say that this was probably very poor timing considering that people thought you were going to name it after John McCain. And I think people got their hopes up of like, oh my God, they're going to name it after one of the best, like a, an amazing senator, someone who represented the region for so long and someone who was a big Arizona sports fan. And then you name it after S- State Farm, it's kind of like somewhat of a letdown. And it's not that good of a name. It's fine. It's not that good. It, w- it shouldn't have been a major announcement. I wouldn't say major would it be the right word. I mean, are are they gonna have sponsored jerseys? Are you are you now the the State Farm Cardinals? Are you, are did you remove Arizona from the name? Like, I don't think it's that major of announcement. It's just a name change. Are they are they gonna sponsor like half your team activities? Are they gonna have like Jake from State Farm being like the is the new mascot of that team? Did that, did that carnal like lose his job suddenly like yeah you didn't really do that great in the preseason we're gonna get Jake from State Farm to replace you yeah uh, it's, uh, sorry you didn't make the roster sorry buddy it's just <laughs> it's a dumb tangent but it's a tangent uh, but yeah that's where they are at um, look at some of the other games um, other than the I mean, Tennessee Dolphins that can, that can go either way I mean, yeah, Tennessee Dolphins could go either way, I think. I mean, Ryan Tendenhill's back. Uh, the Dolphins are not getting screwed by a hurricane this year, Week 1. Yeah, yeah, that's very doable. This is a very doable game for the Dolphins. This They can win this one. Um, Tennessee's got Mariota. They've, Derek Henry apparently is looking like he is supposed to be a starting caliber running back, which I hope he is for them. Good luck. Seriously, good luck to uh good luck to Derek. I encourage you to do well, especially for my fantasy teams please please prove that i was a steal please prove that i got a steal please uh wide receiver wise they're they're not an ideal situation, but they're probably a little better than last year i mean yeah, they're doing okay they're doing okay i guess i mean this is i would say that's a very boring game. I looked at it, and it's like, oh, I'll talk about that and how it's a close matchup. And I realize how little I have to talk about both teams. I mean, the I mean to be honest, it doesn't help when the Dolphins cleaned house. They they got rid of all their players. They got rid of all their good players, and now, oh boy, uh, inter- I, I don't understand why anyone would rank the Dolphins better than any team. They could legitimately have the number one pick this year. No one's talking about how they might have the number one pick this year. That I, I tell me one reason why they might not have the one why they should win a game this year. I I don't know. Ryan Tannehill? Maybe. Okay, Ryan Tannehill can win you one or two games this year. Okay, you're probably still with the number one pick. A team that had the number two pick and was for a while thinking that he he might have the number one pick, the 49ers last year. Um, Now Jimmy Garoppolo looks like the savior for the franchise. They play at 1 o'clock. Why why are the 49ers and Vikings playing at 1 o'clock? This is... Like if you saw the way both teams were playing last year, this should be prime time. I mean, what, I mean, what do you have in prime time other than that? You have Bears-Packers. Okay, but you could put them on Monday. Jets-Lions. What? What is this? Jets-Lions, or 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 Los Angeles Rams-Rams-Raiders against the Raiders. Okay, the Rams and Ra- okay Rams-Rams. Why Rams-Rams? This is. I know the team's name is Rock, Los Angeles Rams. I know that. What I'm seeing on the NFL website is a typo. It's a dumb typo. I saw it last year, and they haven't bothered to correct it. It's just again laziness on them. Do they hate Los Angeles so much that they they want to aggravate people even more by putting the the franchise ni- team name twice? I, I I don't know. I don't know. I I I'm I'm dumbfounded. But I, I'm also dumbfounded why they have a Jets Lions game versus. Uh, 49ers-Vikings, because I'd rather see Vikings-49ers in prime time. I really would. It's a 1 o'clock Eastern game. I don't fully know why that was that. It, it had a lot of potential to be a great matchup, and yeah, I feel like you're you're not rating your pri- values prior. I mean, here's the thing. The 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo has made every player that is near him pretty much a star. I mean, Marquise Goodwin, who struggled with Buffalo. He struggled with Buffalo, and then he ends up coming to San Francisco struggles and then Jimmy Garoppolo starts and he deserves a decent contract I mean like and Jimmy G's now going to have like an, a line and weapons and actual capable players around him I mean he was he was undefe- he was when he was the starting quarterback for the 49ers last year he played five games he won all five with a subpar roster he gets some talent around him that team's that team's a Super Bowl team I'm not joking. That's not that's not an underestimation of anything. That is a legitimate Super Bowl contender, and so are the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is probably an upgrade over Case Keenum in the sense of uh, overall capability and consistency, and a bit of a long ball for and his long ball as well. I mean, he can he can chuck it deep when he needs to, and they have uh, Thielen, they have Diggs, they have, uh, uh, Derek Cook is back. Dalvin Cook. I thought it was I was gonna say Derek Cook. Derek Cook's a sad name. No, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, they're going to have him back. That team is scary. That's a scary team. At least in the beginning of the season, it's a scary team. It's not... Neither of these teams should be joked around with. The fact it is, it's a 1 o'clock game, it, it, it's sad to me. It really is sad. I, and Okay, and, and again, this is... Like, again, I'm going on this my own tangents here. Why are the Dolphins-Titans game... Uh, why is that game on Fox... I know CBS and Fox have... CBS has the AFC games. Fox has the NFC games. Um, the only condition is... it Basically, if the home team is playing uh, someone from the other conference, it, they go to the other network. So if an AFC team goes against an NFC team, but the AFC team's at home, they're on Fox anyways, even though Fox is the NFC team representative and vice versa. Both of these teams are AFC teams. They're, they're on Fox on 1 o'clock. I don't understand that. I, I, I don't know why that happened. Must be a weird deal they have... I mean, they they have the Forty Nineers bike, Forty Vikings, and then you got Texans Patriots, which that game is, uh, yeah, that game is gonna be interesting. Patriots Texans, that's a that is going to be a, a, a good matchup. Again, another matchup I think would be better in the Monday night slot because uh, you have Deshaun. the Texans. Yes, they didn't have a great record last year, but you had Deshaun Watson. You have uh, Foreman. You have. Uh, Fuller you have JJ Watt on that team that 's a scary team that 's a scary DeAndre Hawkins scary team with all those components there, and all of those components are going to start the year off there that is scary. The Patriots struggled last year towards the end and honestly it, if Tom Brady seemed to be the only good thing about the Patriots last year like honest or at least towards the end of last year it was the only good thing about the Patriots because their defense and special teams did them no favors in terms of helping them win that final, uh, winning the Super Bowl. If Tom Brady could have gotten one of those two to cooperate even if it even if it's a field goal kickers they could give up the points the the Patriots could have given up the the insane amount of points the asinine amount of points they did to the Eagles and still won the game if the if would have kicked could have kicked field goals reasonably long reasonable field goals not necessarily these weren't necessarily gimme chip shots, but I think feel I think I'd have to look up the stats, but I feel like they were 30, 40 yarders that he could have made. This was he wasn't kicking like a fifty-eight yarder that's like, oh yeah, Gostowski was supposed to miss that. Was no, that like, yeah, or not really supposed to miss that, but could very well reasonably miss that. A- and he wasn't kicking those and he was botching them, and he was he cost his team. Again, if the defense showed up, then Gostowski's kiss, um Gostowski's kicks wouldn't have mattered. They wouldn't have scored as many points The Patriots would have been dominant I mean Tom Brady had 500 yards And they could still not win that game I think that team's got so many flaws And if Brady hits his cliff And we talk about what Brady's cliff is uh, For those who don't know uh, Quarterbacks typically have a cliff They have an, a, a cliff of when their play goes down They don't They don't gradually decline they, They're good and then they're suddenly not good That's why we call them cliffs Tom Brady is 41 years old He could hit his cliff this year He very well could Quarterbacks at 41 who do amazing jobs are very few and far between. And yes, Tom Brady has proven to be the exception at times. But, man, that's not a gimme. That is not a gimme for Tom Brady. And uh, I don't know why you would trade Garoppolo last year. I have no idea why the Patriots would do that. That that guy seemed to be your future. That guy seemed to be... It didn't seem like you were going to have enough time to draft and develop someone. I personally thought just... Keep Garoppolo and cut your ties with Brady if you're a year or two off. There's no hard feelings. This is this was a. It's like the Colt. What the Colts did. The Colts did with Peyton Manning. They were like, listen, we still think you're good. You have a year or two left, but we don't feel like we're going to get a better prospect at this point, or we're not going to be able to develop someone fast enough when you are when you hit your cliff. So we're gonna we're gonna cut you loose. We're gonna let you find a a, a retirement home essentially. He won a Super Bowl in his retirement home. He made two, and he won one in the retirement home home known as Denver. But the Colts were smart for keeping Andrew Luck in. Um, Speaking of the Colts, I do want to cover that. Um, The Colts are playing the Bengals. Andrew Luck. These are two middling teams. This is what is supposed to be a 1 o'clock game. These are two teams that have serious flaws, significant issues. Um, Colts have Andrew Luck coming back. Andrew Luck could be an amazing player this year. He very well could be. Andrew Luck could be an amazing player, coming off that really bad injury, that uh, shoulder injury that kept him out of all of 2017. Um, he can he can come back and come back strong from that. So, I I'm interested to see what the Colts do. Although the Colts have really no other help other than that, so uh, we'll see. This is gonna be it'll be a very interesting year. The Bengals I, I I don't have really any reason why the Bengals should make the playoffs. I I the Bengals are like the Dolphins. me. I don't know why they would make the playoffs. I mean I'm from Western New York. I grew up a Bills fan. I I w- was really happy when they made the po- when the Bengals made that pass that got the Bills to the postseason. I still don't know why the Bengals would make the playoffs. I saw the preseason game. I still don't know why the Bengals would make the playoffs. I don't unless John Ross maybe breaks out and has a huge season and becomes their next like a one two punch with AJ Green. If that happens, maybe. But I don't I don't see Andy Dalton carrying anyone to the postseason again, or not. If and if he does, it'll be sneak it'll be squeaked by and it'll be a gimme game for whatever. Division winner is against him. It's not. It's not going to go well for the Bengals. I can promise you that. <sighs> and then you got. And then we got the Bucks and Saints, which the Buccaneers. You're not. You're starting Fitzpatrick. You're starting Fitzpatrick versus Drew Brees. Let's see how that goes. Uh, a, a Saints defense that is capable of making of taking advantage of bad mistakes, and you're throwing in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that that's as much of a lock as anything in this in this game in this entire slate. This is it's a lock. It's a lock. It it's a lock. It's it's gonna be the Saints. I if the Buccaneers pulled this out, the Saints thought ahead. This is this would be a tr- If the Bucks would only win this game, if this ended up being a tracking for the Patriots, that they thought a week or two ahead, and they were like well, we're worrying about this guy because we know the Bucks are a gimme and that might give the Buccaneers an, a, a chance to get back in it. But otherwise, no, the Saints are going to pull this game out. This is not a question. Uh, Jaguars, Giants. Uh, G- Giants now have a running back. Yay, the Giants actually have a running back. That's they, They're going to actually look capable, at least in a running game, and they're going to feel good about it. And they have Odell Beckham Jr., and they have Eli Manning, who can throw the ball believe it or not against Blake Bortles. I mean, yeah, we can we could say Eli Manning has inconsistency. It's not as bad as Blake Bortles. I mean, that's just the short answer. It's not as bad as Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is way too inconsistent. I the Jaguars, I feel like are a team in the AFC that I feel like I don't completely understand why they made the postseason last year. I think they lo- had significant losses at their position and I think at the at the receiver position, I don't think f- for Ned's that good, I don't think Bortles is that good. I I think the Jaguars can very well miss the postseason. I, I know people who know I'm a Bills fan. People know I might be bitter against the Jaguars. I don't. I'm not bitter against the Jaguars. I I don't fully understand why they made the AFC Championship. I think they were a better team last year against in the championship. But I also don't think uh, Doug Marone is capable of coaching a, a consistent team. That's my issue. I don't think he's. I don't really have the belief or the system that says the Jaguars will make the postseason I feel like anyone who's saying that they're, they're probably make they're going to probably win the division again they're not looking at the Texans they're not looking at the Titans really but and I mean I could say the Colts too but I would once again want to remind people I don't think they're looking at the Texans the only reason why the Texans didn't win last year was because they got so beaten up with the injury bug like the Giants it's funny the Giants also too the Giants were were way more competitive team but they took receiver injuries like free samples. They it just kept they just kept taking them. They just there was once they had it it was a suspiciously large number in one game because they they lost four receivers in one game. Two significant injuries in one game. They had Tavares King as their first receiver at one point. Do you know who that guy is? Most of us don't, and that's why that that should be a concerning thing. When you don't know who your number 1 receiver is and you have a generally good idea of football but you cannot identify the team's number 1 receiver that easily, that should be a problem. That should be a red flag that things are not going to go as well as people think they are. So, yeah, that's not great. Um, I have kind of – I went to the uh, – oh, yeah, uh, Chargers and Chiefs. I'm going back to them again. I mean, Chargers <sighs> – Philip Rivers is not – Philip Rivers has kind of been a good player. I mean, they were close last year. They had such a poor start, and if they didn't have as poor of a start as they did last year, they'd be in the postseason. They probably would win the division even. Again, they're playing a game who's, uh, against the Chiefs who... Uh, I mean, the Chiefs are starting Patrick Mahomes, and yes, you do have Kareem Hunt. You do have Tyreek Will, You now have Sammy Watkins. Good for you for that. I mean, you have players. You have players on offense. Your defense is still relatively solid. There's definitely a couple of missed pieces. You definitely lost, uh, you lost a couple of key players but you're, you're generally in a good position. Um, I mean, I don't know who you lost exactly. I, gotta, I would have to double-check that. I'm, I'm kind of doing a lot of this off the cuff, so forgive me if I don't have names off the top of my head. But I know Chiefs, I think, I mean, I thought D- Doomerville was playing for you uh, when he was, right before he retired. I thought Doomerville was playing for you. Could be wrong on that. I could very well be wrong on that. Maybe he was cut, maybe he was gone. I don't know, but I feel like, even if che- the defense is so good, I still think there are concerns for Mahomes on his abilities. And, yeah, Alex Smith wasn't uh, a superstar quarterback. The Redskins are going to learn that the hard way. But I think Mahomes is going to go through some first-year struggles, and I feel like that's going to keep the Chiefs out of the postseason. The Chargers, on the other hand, I mean, they have uh, Melvin Gordon. They have receiving weapons in Keenan Allen and all these other guys that, that are going to help Phil Rivers. And the defense with Boza is scary. That team is... That team is honestly primed to maybe dethrone the Patriots for for the AFC crown this year, the AFC championship crown. I will, I wouldn't say anyone who's counting out the Chargers would be a bad mistake. I think the entire AFC West is this scary. I do. I I think the Chiefs who won last year maybe not as much, but the but the Chargers, the and I'm gonna and I'll and I'll go on the Raiders and um the Raiders and uh, the Broncos when they came come up. I I, I do want to talk about them because they and they will come up. I just need to. Want to get to their matchups though in order to do that. Um Redskins Cardinals. We already talked about Redskins Cardinals. Uh Cowboys Panthers. I mean This game isn't you have a this is a matchup of loud mouse. This is this is Jerry Jones versus Cam Newton. It's a matchup of loud mouse essentially. Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. I mean, you lost Jason Witten. Jason Witten's now a broadcaster. Uh you you now have D- Dak Prescott, you do have Z- Ezekiel Elliott which will not he will not be suspended. To my knowledge, he's not suspended. He probably won't be suspended at least to the extent of what he was last year. I mean, unless we find out something really shocking and revealing in the coming weeks, we're he's probably going to play um, more games than last year unless he takes a big injury as well. That's the other thing. And um, receiving wise, I don't really have much help. Defense wise, they're okay. Eh, I think the Cowboys. I I feel like if Jay, if Jason Garrett's job relies on this year, um, he might want to start looking at wanted ads, or whatever they do online now. I, I I think that that that's an expression to look at wanted ads. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Craigslist now. That's what that's what the current version of that is. It's Craigslist. I. I think he should be starting to look there. I think he, the point is he should be looking for a new job because he's probably not going to keep his, if that's the case. Unless unless Sherry Jones is going to give him more than one year to kind of rebuild the roster a little bit because it does need a little bit of tweaking. At least on the receiver end, it needs a little bit of tweaking. I mean, you also you cut Des Bryant freely. You did cut Des Bryant. I mean, Des Bryant doesn't have a home, but you cut Des Bryant, so... He was your number one. Um, the Panthers... Uh I mean you have McCaffrey, you have uh Newton. I mean your defense has still got some good elements. You got Luke Keekly still anchoring. I mean the the I'm looking at the division. The Bucks are probably not contending. Um you have the Saints and Falcons you're really fighting against and you were close. You made the postseason last year if I'm not mistaken. You you made the postseason with the Saints. You did make the postseason last year. I just feel like, though, there might be multiple coming out of the NFC West this time around. If not two or three. Or maybe the North. I feel feel like the the teams around you in that conference got better. And I feel like the Panthers are just going to miss out. And that's kind of unfortunate. But I think they're just going to miss out. Um, Barring something significant, obviously. I think anything I say is barring something significant. Barring something significant, anything I say is pretty much... Yeah, it's it is going to be pretty much... This is where things look to be heading. And obviously, I could be wrong on things. Uh, Seahawks-Broncos, rematch of, a few, of the Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, I mean, it was... The Seahawks were torn for parts. I mean, you still have Russell Wilson. That's good. I made a comment when I did the preseason video for you guys... You still have Russell Wilson. I heard good things about Carson as a running back. I drafted him for a reason, but other than that, yeah, uh, you guys are going to be in for a bit of a rough season if you don't get Doug Baldwin. I mean, you Doug Baldwin. I don't know who you, who remains on defense. I don't know who starts on defense. Which that wasn't a question we were asking two years ago. So that's going to be really interesting to see how your your season goes. I, I hope P. Carroll isn't playing first job right now because again probably should be looking at the wanted ads right now but they could pull it off if they can get some pieces together I'm not saying they'll be a contender but they could they could squeak in for a postseason spot and capitalize on another team's misfortune I could see that happening the Broncos uh Broncos a surprisingly competitive team because now I think with Case Keenum looking at least like a competent NFL quarterback you would now have at least a competent looking NFL quarterback in Case Keenum which we really didn't we weren't really saying that a year or two ago we really weren't saying that about Case Keenum but now he's looking competent. We're gonna see if he was a if this is was a if he was a one hit wonder of a year, or is this guy gonna be? Is this guy like a like like Kirk Warner in the sense where he kind of blooms like later? He has he's a late bloomer as a quarterback and as a star quarterback in this league. If that if he's a late bloomer, they're gonna be really competitive for the division and the wild card. They, they're gonna be very competitive. I'm not saying they'll make either, but they're going to be in the hunt through December. I think if that's the case, if Case Kingdom's not a one-hit wonder, this this team's in the hunt through December. So it's going to be really interesting. I think the Broncos got this game. Um, though I think at least from what I, from all appearances, even though it it, it is also mile High Stadium. So yeah, no, it's probably Broncos. Um, and then we get to the Sunday night matchup, which is the Packers Bears, which just got juicier with the Khalil Mack trade, which I do want to comment a little bit on because. That could go either way. That trade could go either way for both teams. I, I felt uh, that with Khalil Mack... Uh, for those who don't know what happened with the Khalil Mack trade, just, just, for, just in case... Just in case. I don't want to curse on this. But just basically in case that... Uh, in case you don't know, uh, the Khalil Mack was traded uh, from the Raiders a few days ago uh, to the Bears for a couple first-round picks, uh, a third and a fifth, and I think the Bears gave a second... So it was... Or the Bears... No, the Bears got a second. The Bears also got a second with Khalil Mack. They traded away their two first-round picks, the third and a fifth, and I think they got a second, and they traded away the conditional pick or something like that. But, yeah, it was basically a very complicated trade, but the gist of it was Khalil Mack was getting traded for first-round, uh, two first-round picks, which is very insane for a defensive player. It's not common. Normally, when you trade that much, it's for quarterbacks. Uh, Khalil Mack being traded for two is... Uh, a little bit jaw-dropping. It is a statement. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how he plays. As long, if he plays to his caliber and his capabilities that of the star defensive player that he is, and he deserves the $140 million contract that the Bears handed him, uh, yeah, no, then Khalil Mack, is. that was a good trade for them. That's going to make the Bears a lot more competitive. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, they're saying Mitchell Trubisky is going to get it all together this year. They have Jordan Howard, they have uh, Allen Robinson from free agency. They have Kevin White, who's looking decent. I mean, that's that ca- Chicago roster is nothing to joke about. That is, This game, I think, last year would have been kind of a joke um, Although and, uh, up until the end, uh, mid to end of last season when um, they weren't starting Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers-led Pack- Packers team would, would have been a joke last year. But again, Aaron-, Aaron Rodgers was also coming off injury. This is coming off injury this year because uh, Aaron Rodgers was out for most... Or a good chunk of last year. I wouldn't say most. But they, he was out for a good key chunk of last year with a collarbone injury. And they've realized quick and fast that uh, their quarterback depth chart beyond Rodgers is a par. And that was being nice. Uh, they they got Deshaun Kaiser out of Cleveland to back up Aaron Rodgers now. Which um, I guess is better. I, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a great starting quarterback. Maybe better than your previous option, but not by a ton. But yeah, this game is gonna be really interesting to see. It's gonna really be interesting to see um, how Aaron Rodgers comes back from that injury, and it's gonna be really interesting to see how Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, we're, if we're starting to see like the, the blossoming of Mitchell, are we are we about to see uh, a new Chicago Bears, a more competitive Chicago Bears? And again, um, the like the AFC West. I also think the NFC North is a very competitive division. This will be a very scary division, and a very competitive one for the upcoming season, so I would keep an eye on that. Speaking of that division a little longer, we have uh, the Jets and Lions. Uh, the Lions, uh, you're looking at Matthew Stafford coming back. It's a, it's a lot of the same stuff, except you now have Matt Patricia, head coach, which uh, let's, that's we're just not going to comment any farther on Matt Patricia being head coach. That's just... I know there's allegations. We're not going to go into that. I don't want to really hurt my head with that. Um, I'm not really looking to defend Matt Patricia or uh, condemn Matt Patricia. I want to stay out of it as much as possible. I know I brought it up, but yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. anything sexual assault related with the NFL right now. I feel like the the football world's got enough problems. And unless something's really at the forefront, I don't want to really bring it up. If there is something that leads to a suspension or an action by the NFL, which they can do it for whatever reason, if they feel like that's the case and they have to act or they're considering action, then I'll step in. I haven't heard anything on this, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna move on. Uh, but yeah, the Lions, other than that, are mostly the same old team, and it's gonna be just—they were fine last year. They were in contention for a while. I just the team, the division as a whole got better. That's the, the problem with the, the Lions right now. See the division as a whole got better, and they kind of stayed where they were. So, uh, yeah, maybe they're a little better at running back. Maybe their defense is a little better. I, I don't know. But other than that, I, I don't really see any significant changes other than the Jets, which the Jets basically cleaned out, so they have a very strict roster. And, um, yeah, now they have a rookie quarterback. They're going to be the one team with the rookie quarterback starting in Sam Darnold. Um, I mean, I Sam Darnold, a guy from USC. USC has been known, for anyone who doesn't know, USC has been known... At, in the in the NFL, when they go from the college to NFL, they end up being, having turnover problems. Which the Jets have known long and hard that turnover problems and this team are somehow synonymous with each other, and that's not a good thing. So um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how um, this stripped roster does. I I I think there's some serious uh, serious and glaring issues with that roster. I think that's a Again, I think this should be a one clock game. This really should not be played on Monday night. This is a joke for a Monday night game, because I don't think either team is really that competitive. I think it might be a good football match, but I think it'll be kind of an ugly football match, in the sense of that. So, I, I don't think either of these teams are going to be really be talking about them. In, when it comes to when it comes to like the, the final turn or the home stretch of the season, but it's it's just it, I guess it's good they're getting uh, prime time. I guess it's good for them to get prime time. And uh, the last game of the week will be uh, Raiders and Rams, which, uh, no, the two teams capable of good things this year. Raiders, despite the cleal match rate, has some good components on defense. Uh, You have Amari Cooper. You have uh, Jordy Nelson now to help Derek Carr out. Um, I I, I think Marshawn Lynch is still the starting running back. I could be wrong on that. I don't really. Oh, the fact that I can't name the starting running back of the Raiders is not a good thing for the Raiders, but at least they have receiving weapons. I, I mean, they're gonna be in for a fun day, though. I, I'll say that because the Rams almost had everything together last year. Like they had a lot of good elements. Goff was starting to come into his own. Uh, Gurley was having was having a beast of a year. You had um, Cup really break out. You had uh, Woods break out. It, it's it's something where to an extent you have good receivers. I think and I think they have now have Brandon Cooks. I I think they now have Brandon Cooks. If I'm not mistaken, I I believe they traded the uh, the Patriots for Brandon Cooks. So now uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that team kind of develops. Um. Yeah, yeah, I was right about that. Brandon Cooks. He yeah, he's with the Rams. I don't know why I thought he was with another team. he he, he has been traded every year pretty much. He's been in the last couple of years. He's just been constantly traded around. He he's just knocking on teams' doors, and basically uh, he's just been they've been exchanging first round picks with him. It's 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 just weird. It's a weird deal with Brandon Cooks. He really doesn't he really doesn't have a home, but he does really well where he is. So Brandon Cooks, I I think couldn't really bring out the best in uh, of uh, Jared Goff. And you also, again, with Gurley and, and a solid defense, this team has the ability to be really competitive. They had a they showed signs that this team could be threatening last year, and now we're looking at a team similar, very similar situation. This team has gotten a little bit better. It seems to me that this team is going to be fighting with the 49ers for this division. I think that's what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see how this week goes. Um... If I had to pick games for this week right now, if you want to know, uh, where my picks lie, um, my picks are Falcons, Titans, uh, Vikings, Patriots, Saints, uh, Giants, uh, Colts, uh, Browns, Bills, uh, I, I'm going to take the Chargers, uh, uh, Redskins. Sorry, I was almost like Cardinals, but I'm like, nope. I remember who they're starting. Nope. Although I will say Sam Bradford is looking promising. Nope. Cardinals are not winning this game. Uh, Cal. Uh, no. Panthers. 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 Broncos. Uh, Packers. Okay, this next one's a crapshoot, essentially. Uh, Lions and Rams. Those are my picks. If you, if you want to go buy them, if you don't want to, tr- if you don't trust them, I get it. Um,. I think we're going to be in a really interesting year uh, coming up. I, I think there's a lot of interesting teams. I I don't want to make picks right now because I haven't really seen anything in terms of Super Bowl teams. I would say there are definitely teams I can see being in the title game. I will say, if I had to say there's a state of the NFL, there's an overall arcing message of it. There's an overall arcing message of the league. It's this. Is that... With the current state of teams and the current state of the the landscape of everything it is, it seems to me the NFC is a very stacked powerhouse conference. It is something where there's a lot of potential, a lot of great teams. I think good teams in the NFC are going to miss the postseason. I think bad teams in the AFC are going to make the—or not bad teams, but mediocre-ish teams or teams that have shown shown signs of mediocrity are going to make the postseason. It's going to be kind of similar to last year. I think that the Patriots are no longer a gimme to win the, the conference in my eyes. I, I just don't think they're, they're, will, they're a gimme to win the AFC in my eyes. I think, yes, the Steelers are competitive. I think the Texans, though, can fight for it. I think the Broncos could fight for it. I think the Chargers could fight for it. I, I could see the Browns even fighting for it at this point. Um, And I and I mean, I, there, there, there are definitely other teams in that conference who are capable of or have components that can show or and that that can show that they could possibly do it um, if things can come together and there are teams that could just prove us all wrong. So but I don't know. I don't I don't I don't feel like the I feel like the, the the Patriots dynasty that that final Super Bowl game might have been their window closed. But again, I could be wrong. We could just have another Patriots winning Super Bowl. I could be jinxing them. If I had to make you know If I had to make a Super Bowl prediction right now, if I had to make a Super Bowl prediction right now, I'm going to go for a Los Angeles battle. I'll go Rams-Chargers. I think it's a crazy pick, but I think the Rams and Chargers are both looking solid teams. I think the Chargers, I think, have a good amount of resiliency. I think they have a good... Both teams, I think, from Los Angeles have a good amount of resiliency, good amount of weapons, and and they have solid quarterbacks, they have solid situations. I think they both are very more than capable of making it. And I'll say... I mean, it's gonna be a win for Los Angeles, but I'll say the Rams get it for this, for the sake of argument here. But I think this is, a, I think it's gonna be golf versus golf versus Rivers, essentially at this point, um, barring injury, obviously. Um, so uh, that's gonna about does it for, uh, for this ramble. Uh, my plan is gonna be to do it every week, um, to just basically talk about it every week. I'm not gonna force long conversations. It's not always gonna be 47 minutes. I'm not gonna have times on it. Sometimes it'll be 30. Sometimes it'll be an hour. Could be an hour and a half. Maybe you have guests on or something like that. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. Um, please please follow us. Uh, Sportsball Ball the Day on Twitter. Uh, def- because I give updates on that. Whether uh, making promises on videos or announcing that I can't keep those promises apparently. Um, Facebook. I'm going to be sh- starting to roll out videos on Facebook. So please keep an eye on that. Um... Instagram IGTV we are gonna we are gonna do a couple of videos for IGTV or, or a couple of videos that are also going to be work with IGTV at least so please keep your eye on that as well. Um, until next time uh, thanks for listening.